Hey guys, welcome back to Handling It. I'm your host, Catherine, and as you know, I thought I had my life all figured out, and then I realized I actually didn't. But I'm handling it, and one of the best ways I've learned how to do that is to talk with others about how they're handling their own lives. Well, everybody, I hope you're having a great week. It's so hard to believe that we've made our way into April. As we're inching closer and closer to summer, I've found that life is picking up a bit. Everyone seems to be out and about more, and schedules are filling up. Luckily, in today's episode, though, we talk a little bit about balance and how to handle a busy schedule. So joining me for today's conversation is the brilliant Rena Frazier, a Tampa-based real estate agent, attorney, and star of the hit Netflix show, Selling Tampa. Back in December, Selling Tampa dropped on Netflix, and I binged the show immediately. It revolves around the all-female Tampa, Florida brokerage, Allure Realty, and it follows the lives and careers of the brokerage's CEO, Sherelle Rosado, and her team of talented agents. A broker associate at Allure Realty, Rena's storyline was one I became invested in as she set out to take her career to new heights. A little bit more about Rena is that she earned her bachelor's degree in civil and environmental engineering from the University of South Florida and her law degree from Stetson University College of Law. She spent over a decade working across Florida on various real estate transactions and legal issues, which made her move into real estate as a realtor broker associate a perfect fit. In addition to her work as a broker associate, Rena also serves on several different boards throughout Southern Florida. And with her fifth child on the way, it's needless to say that she is a busy bee who, in my opinion, has become a master at balancing. So today, not only are we going to chat about how she's maintained balance in her schedule, but we'll also be diving into her time on selling Tampa and her journey moving from law to real estate. I'm really looking forward to hearing more from Rena. so you know what to do. Turn up the volume, get comfortable, and I hope you enjoy. Rena, I am so excited to have you on, you know, I was just telling you beforehand selling Tampa. I've literally never binged a show so fast. I think real estate is so fascinating. So not only am I excited to have you on to talk about the show, but also your career in real estate. So how are you? How is life since the show released? How is everything? Oh my gosh. It's been a whirlwind. It really has. I mean, the, the show coming out in December and it's just been nonstop. It's um, things that I expected and things that I didn't even really expect um, coming out of the show. So it's, it's been, it's, it's just been so fun to see how this all unravels. Definitely. I mean, it literally, I think it came out sort of at the best time, at least maybe in my perspective as like a viewer, because <laughs> right around the holidays, I felt like everybody had the opportunity to really view it properly and, you know, sit down and get to really just go into full binge mode with it. Oh yeah. I mean, the holiday season release was perfect. Um, like you said, people were at home. I mean, we've, we've been dealing with the pandemic. Um, and plus I just think it was a, a great culmination because Everybody loves seeing real estate and glamorous real estate. And a few people get to see the inner workings of a brokerage and what the agents actually do. And of course, with the show, you don't see every aspect of what we do as agents, but you do get to see a lot of it and and particularly the really glamorous and interesting parts. And I think that makes for really good TV. 
Oh, for sure. And yeah, I'm excited to start talking about the show. But before we get into that, you know, because you have a long career before the show came about. And what I think is so wildly fascinating is that I read that before, you know, stepping into real estate and getting your brokerage license, you studied civil and environmental engineering from the University of South Florida. And you also went to law school. You worked as an attorney. So how did all of that lead you into stepping into real estate? Uh, yes, I started out with civil and environmental engineering in undergrad, um, thinking that I was going to just work on all kinds of projects that uh, were going to make kind of our environmental situation better. But um, I did an internship and it wasn't, uh, I didn't like it as much as I thought I was going to like it and um, decided to go to law school. My dad had um, originally wanted to be an attorney. And so I think I was just inspired by, by what he wanted to do. Um, and I went to law school, of course, thinking I was going to change the world too, right? I was going <laughs> to be this, you know, civil civil rights attorney. And um, and then as you get into it, you kind of fall into what you really enjoy doing. And I ended up um, doing real estate law um, and litigation and representing clients like all across the state of Florida and small and large deals with all kinds of real estate issues. Um, and I loved it for a while, uh, but burned out pretty quickly after I, I probably after like six or seven years, um, I decided I was going to switch firms and see if it was the firm that, that I was, um, not thrilled with. And so I switched to a national firm and made partner at that firm. Um, and as I've said, at, at the time I was the only black female partner out of about 500 attorneys and, um, realized that there was more that I wanted to do, uh, moving forward with my life. And, ultimately fell into real estate, which was a good, you know, it was a good um, journey from real estate attorney to being a real estate agent. And um, it, it's crazy from there because I got my real estate license. I joined Allure Realty in 2019. And then the show came in 2020 and we filmed in 2021. It just, <laughs> I, I'm a planner and I could not have planned that the way that that all happened. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really realize that Allure had been founded in 2019. So much has happened since then. Um, but the reason why I was happy for you to sort of discuss, you know, your career prior to real estate is because I think it's so wonderful to know that I, I think at least maybe for me um, and with when it came for me being in college and sort of trying to pick my career, I think it might be a United States perspective, but I think for a lot of young people, you have to think that you can only have one path. You can only do one profession. And that is so not the case. And I mean, just hearing you talk about that and sort of having that sort of light bulb moment where you realize that, you know, I'm able to, and I should pursue other passions of mine. I think that's so important. It, it really is. It's so hard to think when you're when you're so young that you know what you want to do for the rest of your life, and and I do think it's important to um, you know when you're furthering your education, pick something that you you do think at the time that that's going to be interesting to you for the long haul, or that's really going to further something that you're passionate about. But we can't be afraid to transition. Um, you know, I would say multiple times in our life. I mean, you get one shot at this, right? So it's. It, for me, just having gone through all the schooling and then being an attorney and having made partner, it was a difficult decision for me because I had wrapped up, I think, so much of my identity in 
who I was at the time. I was the, you know, the partner at the law firm. And this, this is what I did and who I was that I was having a time understanding like, okay, so who am I, if I'm not doing that? And it was kind of scary to start all over in a completely different field after having accomplished that, you know, like I felt like, okay, I'm at the top of my game where I was. Um, and then to say, okay, I'm going to start over and do something that I think I'm really going to be passionate about. And to start from the entry level position, it was really scary, but absolutely completely 100% worth it. So you just have to keep moving forward, not knowing how the dots may connect, but I think you just have to follow what you love and follow your passion. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I, I think that's really important. And I'm so glad to hear you talk about it because I mean, with real estate too, it's very much, it's a career from what I know, of course, from what I know, my very limited knowledge, but from what I've seen is that it's a career where you really have to believe in yourself and what, like literally your ability to sell your ability to market something. And I think that hearing you talk about sort of stepping into a new role and really just believing in the passion that you have to do that, I think is so important. And, you know, it's kind of funny. I was reading online that when you were nine months pregnant, you took the bar exam. Not only is that just like such like a wonderful thing and just so impressive to me, but I just think it's, it shows a lot about, you know, the perseverance that you have and like what you really bring to the table in terms of pursuing a, like a passion, a project. Oh my goodness. It's, it's, um, I have four girls now. And, um, so I've had them at various stages, um, of my life, but family has always been um, a priority for me and just really is what, what keeps me going. And, um, but it definitely is a challenge, you know, having young children and and raising your family as you're pursuing these goals that you're, that you're going after. And, um, it's like me and my husband talk about it all the time. A lot of times it's really just one day at a time, right? It's (laughs) what, you know, let's get through this day and and get done what we need to get done this day. And let's see what tomorrow brings. Um, and that's done. That's, you know, that's, that's really does very well to help us, you know, as we've grown our family and, um, and my husband has his own business. So we've been now, so now we're both entrepreneurs. So, um, it's, it's really a fun kind of circus type journey for Mm -hmm. us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you just hit on such a big point. It was probably one of my biggest challenges coming from law to being a real estate agent is you're right. It is heavily reliant on sales and I didn't really have a sales background. So, you know, I'm buying books and everything on how to be a good salesperson and using a client relationship management system and um, drip campaigns and all of these things for how you maintain a pipeline of business. And that wasn't something that I was expecting to um, really have to understand that part of real estate. But it's so important because that is what it is it, at its core. It's, it's a sales type job. Right. For sure. And so I'm curious. So for those who don't know, I mean, obviously the name selling Tampa really gives it away, but you're based in Tampa and, um, you work in Tampa. So with that said, I'm curious from your perspective, looking at the real estate market in Tampa, what makes the market there so special, I guess, you know, coming from your perspective. Um, I feel like Tampa has 
been this hidden gem, like everything that makes Tampa great has always been there. But I think people are just starting to discover how fantastic it really is. I mean, you have to start with the climate, right? I mean, we just have this beautiful weather um, pretty much year round. I mean, our winter is very mild. We're in winter right now, and it's probably going to be in the 60s today, right? It started out like upper four, low, mid, to low, mid to upper 40s, and now it's going to be in the mid 60s this afternoon, which is going to be the high. Um, but also when you combine that with, I mean, we've got a host of sport teams and they're doing fantastic right now, which is fun, but there've always been sporting games that you can go to and all kinds of entertainment. Um, the it's like a melting pot here, all different types of restaurants, different entertainment districts. Um, and it's a great place to raise a family, right? It's, it's like, we've got great schools. We've, you know, we have a transportation system that we're, that we're constantly improving I think a lot of businesses are recognizing that it's a great place to be because of the tax structure that we have here and, um, and the cost of living, you know, we're not like the cost of LA or New York, right. But you're getting mm-hmm. all this fantastic things when you move here. So as businesses move here, obviously more people are coming. And so I think it's just really kind of been brought to the national attention, how, how fantastic this area is. I mean, it definitely has. And I think that was one of definitely the pluses of the show coming out and sort of being able to not just spotlight you and your cast members' wonderful lives, but also just Tampa as an area um, and as an area to live in. And I think when, I mean, I included myself in this bunch and a lot of people think of Florida, we tend to think of Miami and Tampa is really a growing market. And also it's just a vibrant area. And I believe you're someone who is born and raised there, who was born and raised in Tampa. And I'm sure you've always felt that way as well. So to finally have, you know, sort of that area spotlighted and given the recognition it deserves must be pretty wonderful. It is. And I, I am a Tampa native, born and raised here. And, uh, and you, a lot of people think of Miami, Miami has its own vibe, right? It's, it's, very entertaining, you know, on the go, bright lights, really fun. I love visiting Miami. Tampa is really more laid back, but you, and you just get this really fun, laid back, casual vibe here that I think people love. And that's why they like to live here. So I I say, I'm a person that would love to visit Miami, but I'd love to live in Tampa. Oh, like I said, after watching the show, I mean, I watched it up in like chilly, cold Pennsylvania <laughs> during December. So Tampa looked wonderful in my eyes and definitely like a place I need to go on my bucket list now. That's <laughs> fantastic. I don't even think I saw snow until I was in my 20s for the first time. And that was when we traveled to Tahoe, I believe it was. That was the first time I'd ever seen snow. So that that's, you know, my history as a Tampa native, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, believe me, I, the snow, it's its pretty on that first snowfall of the year. And then every time after that, it's just like, all right, moving on. <laughs> I'm I, over I it. The snow. I saw this, that, not the pretty fluffy snow, uh, but the first time I saw snow, it was like the slush. So it was like the really icy, um, you know, kind of dirty snow. So I was like, what's the big deal about the snow? <laughs> yeah. I, and even, yeah. I lived in New York as well. So in New York, you'd have just like after a post snowstorm, you'd have that like gross snow piling up. It's the worst. Yeah. But um, so I guess aside from, you know, 
working in Tampa, I, there's also this whole nother aspect now where you're working on the show and, uh, viewers are able to sort of see your work and be introduced to your career, um, the careers of your colleagues. So if you wouldn't mind, I guess, just walking me through, walking everybody else through how the show came about, because we talked about Allure being founded in 2019 and how the show came about after that. And I guess sort of what pushed you, what was sort of the, the decision-making factor that, you know, made you say, all right, I'm going to do a reality TV show. Uh, absolutely. So like we said, it happened really fast, right? The broker started in 2019. Um, and all of us, uh, were working agents at the time. So um, I've, I've heard some things about like, oh, are they really agents? Yes. All of us were working together as agents um, when the show opportunity came about. And um, Sherelle had actually reached out to the producers of Selling Sunset after having gotten some interest from some other producers and they were interested in doing this show. So it was really her being proactive and getting them interested in, in this brokerage, our brokerage that had just started. And, um, and from there, you know, it's, it's a process because you talk to the producers, they're in LA, we're in Tampa, we're in the middle of, of COVID. So no one's flying anywhere to meet. And, um, so there were a lot of zoom meetings and, um, interviews. And then, um, the producers had to find a network that was interested in, you know, in airing the show and Netflix, um, was interested, which was huge, right? I mean, Netflix is one of the biggest streaming platforms in the world. And so, that was just, that worked out really well. And so it, it came to this point where it was like, okay, this is really happening. And I wasn't someone that watched a lot of re- reality TV at the time. Um, one, I work, you know, I was, I work a lot and I, you know, and I have my family. And so I feel like a lot of what I watch are, you know, cartoons <laughs> are like, you know, <laughs> Disney type movies, but, um, but I mean, I have my shows. I like, I love scandal. I loved, um, game of Thrones, you know, like game of Thrones and stuff. Yes. Uh, <laughs> And so I had to decide, like, was I going to do a reality show? Because I just, one, I hadn't seen a lot of people with my background um, or even my personality, really, um, because I'm not super confrontational. Um, I kind of like to do what I do and do my my business. And I'll I'll absolutely stand up for myself. Um, But I kind of just do my thing, right? And and I don't consider myself, you know, engaged in a lot of drama, but so I was like, well, are people even going to want to watch me on TV? It was kind of one of those things. And, um, and then of course there's the exposure because when you're on TV, you're really particularly reality TV, you're really putting yourself out there. Right. And I'm putting my family out there and what I do and how I handle things. And I kind of had to determine whether I was ready for that. And at the end of the day, it really came down to it being, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity and, um, being able to experience that with, um, you know, this team that, that we were building and had built just seemed like the right mm-hmm. thing to do. Yeah. I, I love so much about what you just said. Um, I guess let's first like take it back to you describing your personality and how you sort of didn't fit the archetype, I guess, of, you know, a reality TV star. And I actually, 
really cheesy of me to say, but I actually took a reality, an ethics of reality TV class in college, which I talk about that class so much through life as now somebody who loves just watching reality TV. I loved everything I learned in that class because now I like view reality TV in such a different light in the sense that, so you were talking about not fitting into that archetype. And I think that's what's been a shame of reality television in the past and how it's portrayed women, women of color, and sort of painting women in this light where if a woman is passionate and career-driven for whatever reason, in the past reality television shows have painted that as like villainous or, oh, you know, she's such a shark and it's a shark in a negative way. And I hate that because a woman could be passionate and that is a positive thing. If, you know, she has career and ambition, like that's wonderful. And from, I mean, I'm sure you've seen commentary on the show, all the commentary I have seen, everyone loves you and how you, you know, presented yourself on the show. And I think it's because you are someone who really, you know, wanted to focus on her career, wanted to grow and sort of use this show as a way to basically, you know, depict that. Um, you mentioned your family too, like you, you have your family and that's mentioned in the show and that's wonderful, but you know, you're, you're so career driven. And I think it's such a wonderful thing. Um, as somebody who watches a lot of reality television, I think it's so wonderful that you stayed true to yourself in that way. Thank you. And I'm going to say that class sounds amazing. Now I see now you have me wanting to take that class just to, just to experience it and see what it's about. Um, but you're right. It, it just seems like if, if you're ambitious and, you know, and passionate and you're going for what you want, there's this tendency to spotlight that in a negative way. Um, and I don't like that either because that that's not the way it is. And um, I feel like we want to encourage that rather than, you know, make it seem like a negative. And so, and of course, so that was the fear. And of course, like you said, we're all women of color and there's been this history of, depicting of how women of color are depicted in reality shows and on TV. And we didn't want that. We wanted, um, we wanted this to really be business centered and to highlight the ins and outs and the ups and downs that we have in our lives and that we have working together because you are going to have disputes and um, there is going to be tension sometimes in, in any business, you know, in any business working relationship. And, um, and especially when we have personal relationships with each other on top of that. And so we wanted to be able to show that, but show it in a manner that was realistic and professional and that we can resolve these disputes and we can talk about them um, in a really positive and, and realistic way. And that that's what we went into the show um, wanting to depict and let people in on our lives to be able to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think, you know, you you just phrased it so well and it it came across that way, which was wonderful, Um, because I think that's the thing. And why, honestly, I think why reality television is so important is because it's it's sort of two things. It's both reflective of our society, but it also influences our society. So I think when we have, you know, individuals sort of showing their lives, I think it's so important that, you know, people remain truthful to themselves 
And I think you did just that. And, you know, you were open and honest, but, you know, remained true to who you were throughout the whole process. And, you know, for, I think for working women, you showed just such a wonderful light of that. Yes, you can be, you know, ambitious and yes, stick up for what you believe in because those thoughts, those feelings are valid, especially in a workplace. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're right. It's, there is this beautiful space for reality TV that lets you into worlds that you don't normally get to see in, in that unscripted manner, right? Like you're, these are real feelings, real emotions, real words, um, real relationships that um, otherwise you have like the documentary category that lets you in on that. So it's, it's just, it really occupies this really beautiful space in TV and, and presents this fantastic opportunity. Like I said, to look into worlds that you normally wouldn't get to look into and look into relationships that you would normally um, get to look into. And particularly in real estate that just has so much going on just, you know, I mean, from the, from the property itself to the career as an agent, that's really so dynamic. It's, I think one of the beautiful things about being a real estate agent is that you are outside. You're not in behind a desk and sitting in front of a computer all time, all the time. Like it's, it's really based on the relationships and your ability to maintain those relationships. And it's, it's such an interesting profession to showcase. For sure. And yeah, I think it's always just so interesting because real estate in particular, you know, you don't have to have a true background in it to be interested in it. Because at some point of our lives, you know, we're all either purchasing homes or renting, you know, we're all, (laughs) we're all involved with housing. So it's interesting, I think, from my perspective to learn more about it and then see the different sides of it, because I'm sure I'm actually, I'm not sure if you would agree, but I would, I would believe, you know, there are a lot of misconceptions about the profession. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, one, it's, it's a highly regulated profession, right? It's, it's, you've got to get um, licensing through the state to have like the entry level of the real estate agent. And then I have a broker's license. So that's another level of education, another license and test that you do with the state um, to be able to even open a real estate brokerage because agents themselves can't open their own brokerage. They have to work underneath a broker um, to get that extra license. You can open um, your brokerage. It's, it's really a, a highly regulated industry. Um and because you're dealing so much with one, not only just these are the biggest investments that people are usually making in their lives, right? I mean, it's 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 a really a a, um, a hefty job. And but on top of that, I mean, you're handling money and you're dealing with your you're on some deals you're you're out as a fiduciary, you're holding escrow funds. Um, so there's a lot of responsibility that comes with it. Um, on the flip side, I mean, it's it's to take a transaction from point A, which is like if you're selling a house. Um, meeting with the client and, and assessing like what's the listing price all the way to point B where you're closing on the transaction. There's so much that happens in between there. That's not always depicted on TV. I mean, it's, it's inspections that go wrong. It's the, you know, the appraisal that's way too low that, you know, now you've got to try and rectify it's the addendums. It's the negotiations. It's there's so much that happens in between there. That is so interesting. 
um, that would just be, I think that would be actually a really fun show too, just to really see deals go from start to finish. Um, you can't do that. And, and, and like the show that we're on selling Tampa, because there's only so much time. Right. And so, but it, it really is such a dynamic profession to be a part of. Yeah. I mean, I could imagine obviously so much goes into, you know, selling anything before, you know, pen is put to paper. Um, it's a, so much work involved and you get to see a little bit of the steps, you know, on the show. Um, but obviously, you know, there's tons more. So I'm curious then for anyone sort of looking to, cause earlier in the conversation, we talked about you sort of stepping into real estate and sort of leaving, you know, your profession as an attorney, as a partner, um, how, what advice would you give, I guess, for anyone sort of looking to make that same move, maybe like, you know, taking that leap of faith, jumping into new terrain. The first thing I would advise is to, if you can shadow an active real estate agent, because it really is important for you to see what happens day in and day out as an agent from, you know, from client relationships to, you know, you're basically an independent con you are an independent contractor. So you're running your own small business, even when you're a part of a brokerage. And so seeing what that's about, and then actually like going on showings if, as if you're a buyer's agent, um, what goes into when you have a listing appointment, like what if you need to hire a stager and, um, and all of these aspects of it to see if it's something that you really enjoy doing. And once you get past that, um, you've got to study and take and get your license and everything. But once you're licensed, the biggest thing that you can do for yourself is really, really, really take the time to educate yourself on the craft, know all the contracts, talk to lenders. So you understand the financing options for clients, um, talk to a title company. So you understand the process of, of the title work and the closing and how that happens. That is the most important thing you can do because when you get comfortable with that, then you get comfortable advising clients. It's, it is the hardest thing when you, when you know, you don't know what you need to know. And then you're trying to help someone else make one of the biggest decisions um, of their lives. And I, I think third, I would say is to have some patience and grace with yourself. Very few people from my, from my experience jump into real estate and have a built-in pipeline to where they're just selling properties like that to, to sustain themselves um, completely financially as an agent. I think there's a ramp up time that happens there and you need to understand that and build that in for yourself. So you're going to spend at least a couple of months um, consistently working hard on building leads and talking to people and letting people know that you're a real estate agent now, because nobody, you know, everybody's not going to know that and how people can help you in making the connections and slowly, but surely you will see clients start to come in. And then as you get clients, you'll get more referrals from those clients that you've helped and done a good job for. And so if you jump into it and think, Oh, I'm going to start selling houses immediately you can be disappointed because that may not be, and I think often is not the path of, of the very successful real estate agents. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you just brought up a lot of good points. I think, especially when it comes to selling not just homes, but like literally anything, you have to know your product. You have to know the market. You can't sell something without knowing what it is that you're selling. Uh, that's a great point. And I think we saw that sort of in the show depicted in certain situations where, you know, you have to be at the top of your game 
to, to know what it is that you're selling in order to make that deal. And then I think, you know, with that said also in making those deals, uh, sort of having that knowledge and being confident in whether it be, you know, your brand or business, knowing what it is you're selling, I think it makes you a more confident, you know, realtor and a more confident worker. And with that, you're able to then, you know, build those relationships. You talked about how important relationships are. So I think it's, you know, a a lot of things that you said is just, you know, knowing your stuff. When you know your stuff, then you're confident in what you're doing. And then when you're confident in what you're doing, you'll start seeing those blessings, those rewards coming in. Absolutely. I think a lot of times we get impatient and just want to jump in and get started, but it's so important to set that foundation. And it's, and it's, I think it's hard if you just jump in and get going and, you know, you're kind of trial by fire and learning on the way to take a step back from that at that point and say, okay, now I've really got to lay this foundation because things aren't going the way I want to. But if you take the time up front to lay the foundation, it just pays off dividends in the end. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about the show. I'm so excited to see, you know, hopefully a season two, um, what comes of it, because I just think it's so interesting to learn about uh, not just real estate in general, but the market in Tampa and what a growing sort of flourishing market that is. That's really exciting to see. Um, I'm curious then, what are you able to sort of update us on what is happening on your end. I know, you know, not to spoil the show for those who haven't seen it, but there was talk of you, you know, opening up your own brokerage. What are you able to share? Whatever you're comfortable with, I guess, fire away. Um, I mean, we're, we are absolutely hoping for a season two and there, obviously there's some things that I have to save hoping that we do get this season two. So I, I can't reveal a lot about that aspect of it. Um, but I can say that having filmed season one, um, I can't speak for everybody, but I think a lot of us were, were very nervous. Do you know what I mean? With the, not knowing the process and with the cameras there and, um, knowing that there's going to be, you know, there's editing on the back end and things. So I think we were really nervous throughout kind of the filming and everything. Mm -hmm. And for a season two, I think we really know what to expect, Um, going into it. And I think we'll be a little more relaxed um, in the process. And uh, I mean, I learned, and this is kind of like one of the frivolous things that I learned in the filming is that there are some times when I did my own makeup and there are some times when I had um, a makeup artist do my makeup and I can look at it and see a big difference in, and like it, when my did my own makeup and when she did my makeup. And so that's definitely something that I would take into season two is having somebody do my makeup um, or just having a better understanding of how the camera makes things um, look. And so I think you'll see a lot of, I think season two is going to be really fun and really entertaining because now we know what we're doing, right? <laughs> yeah. Now we know how this works. And so, um, you know, life has continued. Sherelle um, was pregnant at the end of season one. She's had her baby now. Um, I have my broker's license. Um, there, there were just a lot of, of things that um, I think we'd love to continue the conversation on and showing in a season two. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I can't blame you for talking about, you know, 
stepping into the reality TV world and just, I think it's hard enough to work in general, right? Just on a regular week and then throw in cameras. And <laughs> I can only imagine, um, you know, it's, it, it's gotta be difficult sort of trying to find, finding your footing within that. Um, but like you said, you seem to have sort of found that happy medium within it and it, it'll be exciting if the show gets picked up for season two, sort of bringing that sort of new energy and, uh, that learned knowledge into it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, all, all of us, like I said, are working real estate agents. So we've continued working, we've continued honing our craft and the exposure from the show honestly has been fantastic, um, for business. And so, you know, when the show, um, aired, I, the focus was that, you know, we're a young real estate brokerage, but we're trying to break into the luxury real estate market. And you saw some of that. Um, and I think you'll see that being furthered in a season two. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Well, and I guess with that said, um, where can people follow along with your journey? Cause I am invested in your storyline. <laughs> uh, where can people follow along and continue to keep up with you? Absolutely. Um, I'm mainly mostly active on Instagram. So at Rena Frazier, um, which also I have a Facebook and a Twitter that kind of, um, play off of that. I mainly post on Instagram though. I also have a LinkedIn all under my name. Um, and I have a website, www.renafraser.com. Wonderful. And all those links and the handles will be in the show notes. So people can go and do that and follow along. Cause like I said, Rena, I was so happy to have you on because I just, I loved the show in general, but I really loved your storyline and sort of, you know, your fresh perspective on being a working woman and how that's sort of portrayed on reality television and just staying true to yourself. I, I think it's so wonderful and I can't wait to see, hopefully we'll see what this new chapter brings. Um, I'm really excited to follow along and, you know, see what you continue to do. Um, just in the few short years that you've stepped into real estate, you've literally accomplished so much and it'll be exciting to see what you continue to do. Thank you so much, Catherine. First of all, thank you for having me on your podcast. I, I love being able to, to talk to people. I love talking with you and I, and, and just sharing my story and, and learning about other people's stories. So I appreciate it. And thank you for being a fan of the show. Thank you for watching. Um, would love to come back and talk to you. Hopefully if we get picked up for a season two. Oh my gosh, definitely. And you know, before we go, I always conclude on with this being handling it. Has there been a piece of advice or a lesson that you've learned throughout your career, what all your different aspects of your career that's really helped you handle your life? Oh my goodness. Yes. Um, I will actually give you, um, the last piece of advice I got that was very helpful. Um, I feel like I've been a planner for a lot of my life, just, you know, having the plan out, whether it goes up the way it's supposed to or not, I, I just feel like I've been a planner. And when this show concluded, um, I was actually a little anxious and stressful because I just, I didn't know, um, you know, how can I best, you know, utilize the exposure from this show? How do I, what do I do with it? It was just a completely new area for me. And one of my good friends said, Rena, just let the yarn unravel as it does. And it was like, that was like her message to me to say, step back, live in the present moment right now and just enjoy it and let things happen as they're happening. And that created so much peace for me. Um, and I really took it to heart and I did kind of step back and just enjoy everything that was happening. Um, and of course, after I, I took a step back and, and did that, I went back to 
you know, okay, now that I feel like I have just a fresh perspective and some, and some rest, I can figure out what I want to do moving forward. But that was so important and so profound for me, um, for her, because I'm usually just go, 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 go. And she's like, take a step back and let it happen. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that because I am very much the same way. I love to plan. And, you know, that's sort of why created the podcast. I was a planner and then it got to the point where it's like, what next? I don't know, but let's handle it. And I think that's so important because just, I think trusting the process, having faith and having faith in so many things, whether it be God, your spirituality, um, yourself, having faith in yourself, that things are going to happen the way they're supposed to. And just sort of trusting that, but yeah, letting the yarn unravel. I love that. Yes. Yes. Even the visual of it. I, I, even now when I start to get, you know, a little stressed out about things not going the way I went to, I'm like, you know what, let the yarn unravel as it's going to unravel. It's, and it just gives you a sense of peace. Oh, definitely. Well, thank you for sharing that with me and with all of us, but um, yeah, Rena, thank you so much for coming on and just, I can't wait to see what all you continue to do. Thank you so much for having me on Catherine. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's conversation with Rena. If you haven't checked out Selling Tampa already, be sure to do so. You can find it on Netflix. And if you'd like to follow along with Rena's journey, her social media handles are listed below. Thank you to Rena so much for coming on and thank you listeners so much for tuning in. As always, let me know what you thought of our episode. You can reach us on Instagram at Handling It Podcast. And feel free to send us a message and let us hear your thoughts and suggestions. I will see you in two weeks with a brand new episode, but until then, keep staying safe with everything going on in the world right now and keep handling it. I'll talk to you soon.